Hello, good evening everyone. Or is it good morning? I don't know. I hope you're, I hope you're doing well, people. You're listening to the uh, Uncut Gems bonus Patreon exclusive episode of our John Cassavetes Marathon for March 2023. My name's Jakob. And my name's Randy. And today, we're talking about A Child is Waiting. The third film um, that John Cassavetes directed. But... Before we do so, just a quick little note. First of all, if you're listening uh, through our Patreon and you're already a subscriber to uh, to, uh, to this little service that we have and support us with your hard-earned cash, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for uh, supporting this venture. Because uh, it's a small operation and now it's becoming more and more expensive because Zencaster has become uh, uh, you know, a paid-for subscription sort of situation anyway i'm not going to bore you with this bore you with this but anyway so if you don't if you're listening through our <clears throat> free uh on our main podcast feed you're listening to the free teaser which is going to be uh, roughly 15 minutes probably and then we're going to trail away into the distance so if you'd want to listen to the entire thing i suggest you go to patreon.com slash uncut gems pod and support us with your hard-earned cash pay up three bucks a month uh, because, you know, we really need it. I am once again asking for your financial support. Just saying. <laughs> Bernie's with us. <laughs> just, just wanted to say that, you know, you kind of, I don't want to say I want to beg for money like Bernie, but, you know, um, it is kind of good. Like, if you enjoy what you're, what you're listening to, just please consider subscribing. It helps us pay the bills. Uh, pay for the website, pay for the, for the podcasting service, for the recording and whatever, so. And, and the new sound bites and for sound bites like you know because <laughs> then you know there's um i mean if you don't enjoy the sound bites you know like <clears throat> tough shit <laughs> just, they're here to stay you know yeah, it's, it's the new us so you know then that but anyway so we're not but i'm going to i'm going to keep it kind of just down for 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 the night because it kind of feels inappropriate to indulge um in the sound bite sorry for today because um we're talking about a sort of like a somber and and heavy topic of <clears throat> drama and then mental disabilities and dignity and everything else parenting so we're going to get all get it all out, out on the page so it's probably there's going to be some, you Emotional know... Emotional content. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be some emotional content in here. But anyway, so we're going to try and tone it down. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much about it. So full complement of our other episodes on the Patreon are as well. So, you know, um, our Game of Death episode is already available. Go and listen. Our Enrin Brokovich is, is available. Also go and listen. And next month... Um, we're gonna be, you know, stay tuned until the end. Uh, no, I'm gonna say. <laughs> so next month we'll be, we're, we're gonna be doing on our main show. We're gonna be doing superheroes of the '90s. Um, so in that, on our Patreon, you, you can expect a tie-in, and that tie is gonna be Tim Burton's Batman, which is a 1989 prelude to the '90s superheroes, believe it or not. Um, and then in addition. Uh, Soder- Soderberg sort of shallow cut pairing to our main show event. It's going to be Traffic, 
Um, and also, our John Cassavetes marathon will continue towards the end of the month. And this time we'll be talking faces. But it's not the time for faces yet. This time we're talking about a child is waiting. Dr. Clark, would you be able to tell us about how many of these children would ever be able to lead a normal life? The children in here fall into three categories. Uh, the educable, the trainable, and the totally dependent. Now, the majority of the children here are in the middle well, How category. many of them would be able to lead a normal life? What percentage would you say? Mr. Holland, what is normal? Dr. Clark, we did Normality is relative. Suppose you and I were set down in a world of Einstein's. How bright do you think we would see? What kind of yardstick would you want to measure the fate of your life? Your intelligence or your need? That's beside the point, isn't it? It is the point, Dr. Lombardi. As you know, this is a new administration. We'd like to think we're enlightened. We'd like to think we'll do everything that can be done for children in places like these. Well, that's good to but hear, Mr. there are tremendous requests for aid. Dr. Clark knows this. He knows we're swamped with requests for aid. Aid to the blind children, aid to the deaf children. He knows that. I think those children should be helped all they can. But the children here need help, too. The point is, we know what we can expect from those places. We know we can expect tangible results. Uh, yeah, so, A Child is Waiting, that was a 1963 release, uh, which stars Judy Garland, Burt Lancaster, Gina Rollins, Stephen Hill, Lawrence Tierney, uh, a few other people. And it's a story about um, Gene Hansen, so that's a former... Juilliard graduate um, who comes in to join the staff at, I think it's called the Crawthorne State Mental Hospital, um, which is run by this guy called Ma uh, Dr. Clark, that, that's Bert Lancaster. So Jean Hansen is Judy Garland, so she comes to work for, uh, for, for, for Bert Lancaster uh, in this hospital for mentally disabled children. I think that would be the sort of the polite way to put it because like the words these people use in the 60s are different. Yeah. <laughs> which, I which I won't be using tonight. Uh, which have have since gone out of vogue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so yeah. we're not going to be indulging in that. Although like Bert Lancaster, really, he really pressed on this word. <laughs> anyway, anyway so, so there's that. So she comes into work with the kids with special needs um and then in this in this hospital well ma the dr clark has these has has his methods of just working with these people and with these kids in this in a very specific way uh and the and the two bud heads over um over the methods and over whether they should care more or provide uh or provide a discipline to to these children and as the, this conflict um sort of takes shape also Jean Hansen's character also she does she develops this sort of close relationship with one of the kids one of the one of the patients at the at, at the hospital who has been aban effectively abandoned by his by his parents and these parents are Gina Rollins and Stephen Hill so that's more or less the synopsis so just in terms of like a quick sort of just to bring you up to speed on how this movie came together just just in in a few few sentences or less so as, to, as a quick reminder we talked about too late blues and too late blues was one of one of two films that john cassavetes was contracted for with paramount <clears throat> and then after too late blues was released they immediately came back to work on his 
war film that he i'm not sure if you guys remember he was working on this movie um called i think it was called the iron man uh where he had sydney poitier already cast uh and it was supposed to be this sort of world war ii thriller slash drama about this sort of all black um uh, sort of squad of uh, like flying a bomber into in world war ii so he had these folks kind of just he had this movie already in production he they were gearing up to start shooting everything was kind of coming together and he really wanted Bert Lancaster to uh to work for him on this movie <clears throat> and he tried to get him to do this and then he actually managed to make it happen so he got Bert Lancaster in uh, involved in the picture but that's but equally at the same time he was being courted by Stanley Kramer who wanted to get uh to, to get him to work on this movie, A Child is Waiting, because he was busy producing It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World, and he didn't have time to, to deal with it himself, because I think he was this close to actually stepping in and directing himself, because the movie was in, initially scheduled to be directed by a guy called uh, Jack Clayton. If you don't know who that guy is, he's the guy, let's just say, he's the guy who did The Innocence in 1961. And then at the same, so this is like a big sort of just story of this conflict of interest, kind of just all overlapping because Cassavetes really wanted to work at some point with Stanley Kramer because he saw, the, uh, saw him as this maverick, independent director, like the guy did the Judgment on Nuremberg. He produced High Noon and uh, The Wild One. So he was this kind of this this guy who kind of was on the sort of this, the uh, no one's in the outskirts, but on the sort of like a little more like the sidelines of Hollywood. So he was he was a United artist, so he wasn't. He wasn't one of these sort of the, the salesniks of the of the. He was a little bit different. Um, so Cassavetes really wanted to work with him, but at the same time he had this movie in production with Paramount, um, and then with I think it's Marty Racklin who uh, who actually just organized it for him. Like this whole deal was organized by Racklin, and he couldn't really just step out of it without uh, upsetting anyone. But Bert Lancaster dropped out of his movie the the iron man movie because he took the job uh doing a child is waiting so then and then meanwhile also judy garland was signed on to do this and then i think uh, apart from judy garland there's a few other people that they wanted to kind of just uh, to court for the movie um i think it may have been Catherine hepburn on um, mm-hmm. just me quickly double check <clears throat> Just quickly double check. Elizabeth Taylor as well, and Catherine Hepburn and Ingrid Bergman was were sort of courted to actually uh, do this role, and in, instead of instead of Judy Garland. So, anyway, so Bert Lancaster dropped out of the production, uh, and then at this time, John Cassavetes said to himself, "Well, I kind of have to, I ha- kind of have to follow my heart." So he essentially just walked out of Paramount, knowing that he would probably never come back because he would upset a few people, and he went to work for Stanley Kramer to do a child's way so essentially take over a production that's already been written everything's been kind of just set and scheduled he needed to kind of step in and just do the filming yeah but then john cassavetes being john cassavetes he, he he's not a guy who plays ball so he so when he walked onto the production he realized like this is not exactly what i signed up for so uh because the production was kind of let's just he didn't like the fact that they wanted to hire uh child actors and have them pretend to be disabled so he said like this is going to be completely dishonest like i don't like this so he 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 just fired all these people he 
he got the children to be sort of shipped, bust from the local, um, I think it's a Pomona State Hospital. Um, and then he interact with, interacted with them on set. Like they kind of just got got on very well. And so it got them to improvise and just got them to kind of just behave and react very naturally. And then they filmed them kind of as it was. So they got the children to be real. Um, and then he immediately also realized that, you know, like his dream of working with Brett Lancaster and Judy Garland, I mean, more Brett Lancaster than Judy Garland, was, uh, let's just say, <clears throat> flawed. Because... Uh, as it ter- as it turns out, like working with big stars is not the same as working with his friends on Shadows, because these people have egos, and then egos they did show. Let's just say so. Judy Garland and Cassavetes butted heads so often that they they two had to be like physically separated, of, 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 as the record states. Like they really hated each other, and then as as time went on, Cassav because Cassavetes had his own vision of how her character should should play and she wanted to be a bit more sentimental he didn't like that so then he tried to kind of just direct her against her will and just like direct her to kind of just behave in such a way to, to to actually piss her off so that she would be pissed off when she's on set so that she would actually act naturally right and Bert Lancaster hated that so he sided with Garland and they all kind of formed this front against him and then whenever they didn't like what Cassavetes would say they would just go and complain to Kramer and then Kramer didn't like the fact that he, they people complained about Cassavetes so essentially just everybody on set hated Cassavetes <laughs> so, so didn't play ball right uh so that's that's the sort of the production sort of story number one another one is just like when Kramer had his own vision of what this movie was supposed to be because this was adapted from a book which was then turned into like a tv uh I think I don't want to say a mini series like a short tv film I think uh, or a special was this book by Abby Mann and then apparently Abby Mann actually apparently recommended Cassavetes for the director's job but then but then uh, because Cass- this is a film that Cassavetes didn't write and then and Abby Mann apparently was very particular about people changing the lines of dialogue and then meddling with the script and really hated the fact that Cassavetes was let's just say prone to changing the dialogue as he pleased because he the guy was written in improv and then he kind of treated scripts more like guidelines as opposed to you know, holy Bible that you have to recite as written and Abby Mann was kind of one of those like let's just say David Mamet types. If you'd like to listen to this show in its entirety, head over to our Patreon over at patreon.com slash uncutgemspod where for three bucks a month you'll be able to hear many other bonus recordings of ours, such as tie-ins to our main show, mini retrospectives and comprehensive director marathons. Patreon.com slash uncutgemspod is the place, so head over there and subscribe. (laughs) 